I'm Kayla. Please like and subscribe. All right, welcome back to another Crypto Bros. And a Holly Girl. Podcast. Yeah. All right, we got some exciting stuff today, don't we, Josh? Yeah, for sure. So before we get started, uh, I just want to introduce our guest. Um, this is Katz. Um, he is the Safe Moon Education Manager. And we just wanted to say thank you for coming on today. And um, we're going to get into you and that sort of stuff here in just a little bit. But thank you um, for not only coming on, but for those that don't know, the time zones are completely whacked out between <laughs> you and us. <laughs> you know, normally between us being in Missouri and Holly being in Arizona, there's already a time zone thing. But with you being in another country, yeah. it's it's uh, it took a little bit more doing, but we appreciate the effort on your part and we appreciate you being here. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So yeah. we'll get into uh, just a few housekeeping items here, just so everybody is aware. Um, the blooper reel launched on Wednesday. Um, several people have seen it already. If you have not seen it, then I would suggest checking it out because um, it's pretty funny. And in, in the tweet we sent out, it was, feel free to laugh at us and with us, but for the majority of it, you're gonna be laughing at us, I think. So, yeah, but, but check that out. We did get the playlist <laughs> uploaded with the Holativity segment coming out just by itself and Caleb's choice and the taste test. Um, so for if the longer podcast isn't your, to use Holly's words, jam, then um, you can check out those little segments. So, um, and I also wanted to say is we got a few surprises coming out too that um, I can't really get into them because we want to confirm dates and things like that. But there's some really cool stuff coming up on the podcast that uh, I'm super stoked for, um, including our Halloween episode, mm -hmm. which... Once again, I'm not going to get into details, but I promise you, you're not going to want to miss it. So, um, but I'll take this opportunity to say thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the DMs. Um, and just thank you for uh, accepting this into the community. Uh, it means a ton to us. So, um, and I wanted to get into what's some, some of the things that are going on in crypto. Yeah, so we are still anticipating the BNB MP launch. We don't know when that's going to be. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Gotti for the video he put out a couple days ago. Um, I believe it was in his car and letting people know that, hey, <laughs> yes, I was giving clues. I was trying to make everyone happy. It didn't work out. And this is why we don't do that. Um, some people are still going to be mad. So be it. I appreciate the transparency. So. Yeah. Um, I know everybody is waiting around like this. Can't wait for it to launch, but um, all in due time, you know. Um, a project that we've kept an eye on for a while, and hopefully people have been able to check it out, um, is the DFS Mafia project. Um, they did go V2 last weekend. That contract changed the reflections from it reflecting in itself to reflecting in BUSD. Um, one of the main reasons they did that is because if you hold over 100 million tokens, you will get profit sharing. And they didn't want to do that in its native token. They wanted to do that in a stable coin in BUSD. And with that being said, their platform is now going to launch Sunday. So it was supposed to be a couple weeks ago. 
They realized, I guess, when they got into the contract that they needed to wait until they went V2 before they launched it. Um, so check out their Twitter page. Um, all the information you would need is there. Um, but definitely something, especially if you're a sports fan, something that you should check out. It's it's something that's unique that we don't see in other projects so much. So um, then on that same note, Glow came out um, yesterday and they announced that they're coming out with a V3 token, um, which I really, I don't know much about. I don't know that a lot of people know a lot about it, but um, Brian in his tweet had said that they decided they needed to pivot and do some things. Um, I just think it's awesome that once again, people aren't sticking with, I don't wanna say stale, but just that old mindset of, well, this is why we started, this is how we have to end. Instead, they're moving forward. And um, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, because all of a sudden I forgot, I think oh, that was supposed to come out within like the month, if, if I'm not mistaken. Do you remember, Holly? There hasn't actually been a time frame. Okay, maybe um, it was something else I read. Yeah, but they are coming, it's going to be a, po a proxy contract so that they have the ability to pivot as needed. Okay. Um, which is great. Uh, they are going to add some additional things to that contract. So I'm, I'm really excited for them. I think too. Am I frozen? <laughs> You're, we can hear your voice, but you did freeze. Oh, yeah. So no. There you I'm go. You're saying, back. <laughs> okay. Woo. Uh, so no, I was just saying that. Um, yeah, they are coming out with it. There is no time frame as they're still working on it. Okay. Cool. And so then uh, Grove <laughs> is touting coming out on another exchange, uh, which they've already launched on several. Um, and then they're coming out, I believe they said it was another top 10 exchange. Um, don't have time frames on when that's going to be, but usually when they put something out there, it's usually within, I would say seven to 10 days, um, as long as they can control it. Um, so we have a lot of projects, even in this, um, in this bear market that are moving forward and they're still, setting themselves up, I believe, to be in a good position whenever the market turns. Um, so even though there have been a lot of red candles lately, um, I think that uh, the people in the community are gonna be in a good spot whenever um, the market does turn. So, and speaking of that, since we do have cats on, I wanted to touch base on the Orbital Shield. Um, so there's been a lot of beta testing going on um, and I've seen, because None of us, just for the record, are a part of that. Um, but I've seen a lot of updates. Uh, people saying, well, now it's V whatever, whatever version it may be coming out. Um, so it sounds like to me um, that they're listening to the feedback. Um, they're correcting things that they think need to be corrected and building towards whatever that ultimate end goal would be. So that's just what we know about. You know, so we, who knows what's going on in the background too, but to see that also means they should be in a really good position whenever um, the market turns and uh, the cream rises to the top. So with that being said, we're gonna get into our guests because I'm really excited to have you on. Um, and yeah. once again, I know I said it before, but I appreciate <laughs> you joining us. And Holly's super excited, I see her on the TV. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> but Katz, I want to give you the opportunity to just kind of introduce yourself, um, kind of what it is that you do for Safe Moon, um, and anything else that you want to talk about. And then oh, I'll ask so, you some questions. <laughs> sure. So I'm Katz. Um, I've been with Safe Moon officially employed for 
just over 12 months now. We're coming on 13 months. So I've been with them for just over a year. And yeah, it all started with me just wanting answers. And there, there was no place to go. With SafeMoon in its early days, there was no information anywhere on it because it was new. And I wanted to try and find those answers in any way that I could. And it got to the point where I learned everything that I felt I needed to know about the project at the time. And I was like, people are asking me questions. So the easiest way for me to kind of give people an answer was Safe Minute by Education. And mm -hmm. I built the site, bought the domain, got it all up and running um, in a couple of days. I'm not a website developer. So, you know, hopefully now we can get this revamped on more on brand with the new projects uh, with the revamp of the website and stuff like that when it comes out and yeah it was just I wanted to give people the information and I always have ever since a young kid I've always wanted to help other people especially in high school when people were struggling it was just annoying that you know there was only one teacher so then I ended up becoming a teacher's pet I would suppose if you want to say that <laughs> but yeah so it's always been in my nature and this has just been able to give me an opportunity to do that in a completely different way. Um, and yeah, education is key, especially as we start to whisper the words mass adoption. Mm -hmm. And as we get into that entire space of just excited it is an exciting space to be in because there's so much innovation there's so much development going on across the globe that it's hard to keep track and you need that information so i'm glad that i've been able to facilitate that at least on safeman's behalf and continue to do that for safeman yeah and you know yeah go ahead so fun fact about how i met cats is was actually through spaces um far before you know he was part of safe move um and when we would get you know we would have discussions um that a lot of people couldn't answer we'd be like well cats is in the room but at this time he was not cats he was dark titan so oh. <laughs> um, yes and so you know we would say he's in the room let's ask him because we knew that cats kind of <laughs> did his research and did his you know he knew everything so he was our go-to when we would have these deep discussions with other people as to why we, you know, Safe Moon was was the place to go. So, yeah, I, Kat and I have been friends for a long time, and that is why I'm so excited he's here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kat, let me ask you this, just out of pure ignorance on my part. So, you started this, and then you went to work for Safe Moon. Is that how that happened? Yeah, so I was very heavily in the, the Discord. Um, I was always in the VC, the voice chat, and I was always, it was a fight to get in their channels because they did cap their channels during the peak um, of 25 to 30. And there was always people staying in there overnight, leaving their PCs on and stuff like that. And oh, in wow. there we had, yeah, <laughs> yeah because it everyone wanted to fight to be in there because it was where everyone wanted to be. and. Over time, as people started to filter through, you had people asking these questions. Oh, what's happening here? What's what's going on with this? Why are they doing this? And it was just trying to answer those questions. And it got to a point where I was like, this needs to be more efficient. This, this something needs to be done. Because at the time, they had their website, but there was no 
additional content to be added with trying to explain either tokenomics, break the tokenomics down. And I just wanted to facilitate that, which is what I did. So one evening I got up, built the best thing that I could at the time. And yeah, it ran and it did its job. And as people came in, I just kept pointing them towards it. And that was kind of it for a while. And then it got towards August last year. And I was like, I'm going to try and push this to the team. And I pushed it that way. And they were like, oh, it, okay. And it then started conversations internally. And then, yeah, they decided to bring me on to continue to do this as an employee. And yeah, it's developed itself, gone through three iterations so far of the site. Um, yeah, now we have a team of four on the education side. And wow. yeah, I couldn't be happier with the team especially I'm going to name them Momo, Pulse and Gandalf, all astronomical people in the space and brilliant employees for their work ethic and everything that they do. So to say this here is I can't appreciate them enough for being a part of this with me. Yeah, that actually kind of touched on something I was going to ask you, but I, with you saying that, just, just a thought that popped into my head, I think it's really cool that they would go that route to go with a community member that had put that much time into it because with their resources they very well could have just said ah we're going to do that on our own and they could have done their own thing but to incorporate a community member that had put in all that time and effort i think is pretty cool mm -hmm. it probably shows you a lot of the mindset behind the scenes um, with that but you you mentioned your team so you have Safe Moon Pulse, you have uh, the Lowdown, you have the Sanctuary, and you have the Mooncast. Are different people in charge of different things there? Um, or how does that work? Okay, so in the team, really, there is this kind of divide between education and news. That's kind of the, the split. Okay. You have Lowdown and Pulse, which is the news portion of the education side. Because at the end of the day, news is still education whether it is providing actual learning capabilities or it's just keeping you updated, it's still education. So Momo and Pulse take care of the lowdown and the Pulse. And then we have then the Mooncast, which is mine and Gandalf's that we've been running well over a year now. And yeah, we've just done the change to not do it weekly because we wanted to provide more quality content. So it did get a little bit stale while it was quiet. So we've, we've took it to the drawing board and said, look, we're only going to come in give you a mooncast when we have something to talk about so we, you know we've just done three in the last two weeks which has been more consistent than just the one a week so yeah uh those are the two splits then divide so gandalf and me do mooncast and then they cover the lowdown and pulse um and then the sanctuary is actually the moderators kind of baby um okay. a group of moderators got together um to just kind of give the community at least once a week an additional space on a different day that sanctuary to get away from any madness outside of the ecosystem and what's going on and everything like that so that was them initiative to set up and say look we want to help too and again it's the initiative which is great because the moderators the team everyone that i work with whether it is employed or non-employed or if it's voluntary it's a fantastic ecosystem internally and yeah you you dream of having a great team around you and that's what we have um so i can't appreciate anyone more for what everyone does 
Yeah, and I think that that passion of all those people that you have mentioned shines through because um, I think some of the research that I had done, I had seen you in like uh, the sanctuary talking and um, helping and people showing up to the other things and um, just kind of a nice tight-knit group that all have the same passion and, and it comes across, um, you can't miss it, you know. Um, and I think when you get, when you can get those same like-minded people going and with that same goal, I, that's you guys. I don't think maybe you guys realize how strong you guys are for the community. That people can go and look at that and and hear the same voices and the same message, because <clears throat> you don't have different people saying different things. Um, I just commend you on being the glue that holds everything together. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. With that being said, like you said, there's that sanctuary space kind of comes into where I think a lot of spaces do where, you know, they're trying to keep people informed, but you guys do an excellent job. And I, and I would point out the Mooncast just for my opinion on, on the structure, on keeping things, um, uh, what would be the right way of saying it, on, on task, on topic, um, because I've went back and watched several that I had missed and I learned a lot in a short amount of time because of the way it's structured. Was that your idea on how you structured the Mooncast or did you get help with that or how did that all come about? Initially it was, I wanted a format to kind of communicate and it started before even Twitter spaces existed. So that side of things and all the Twitter spaces that exist today, I was doing this before that and, and the way Discord did it, it was a new format and it was a great way to communicate on essentially the stage as they call it and speak to an audience. And during that time, a lot of people showed up because they wanted to know the information. And yes, we did have to hit a mo- with a lot of NDA questions. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we hate to say, oh, it's an NDA, but we'll, we'll get to it and it will come. And it is just waiting for the answer to be able to go, here it is. There we go. Um, but in terms of the structure, it was just initially a free for all of just see what happens. There was no structure. And then once we started to see that the community wanted it and more people showed up and as it grew over the first three, four, five shows, yeah, I was like, right, okay, I need to think about this. Then we started live streaming them because initially I recorded them. And then I said, you know what, let's just live stream them. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm gonna be live to an audience. I'll live stream them here and I just ran with it and yeah it, it's continued for the 52 weeks before we said right let's kind of cut away the nonsense that we didn't really need to do because we have all the formats for that which lowdown and pulse cover the huge portion of the news that we looked to cover when there was nothing to cover so um yeah which is why now uh, safeman pulse is, has a videos as well as again another form of content in a different format I'm all for using the same content and reusing it in so many different ways because that gets more of a wider audience. Do you learn by visual? Do you learn by audio? Do you like to read a book? It's all, and we're trying to cater to all of that across everything education does. Yeah, and I think you guys do a great job with that. I My only suggestion would be that you probably need a separate tab for 
Holly on the lowdown because it seems like every time I read it, she's in there somewhere. She's sneaking around somewhere. So, but but that is a great. That brings me to the next thing I was just going to tell you, and I'm sure thousand people have told you this already. But getting the community involved in things like that is a big deal. I mean, people take that. They take a lot of pride in that, you know. And you know, Holly has her segment on our podcast, the Holativity. And as we had talked about that, it was to bring that positive. Uh, vibe to the space to the podcast uh, because every little bit kind of catches fire and I think that I am seeing more and more positivity stuff out there in the community um, and and it's not I, I don't believe it's a competition to try to get into Holly's segment but more and more of that Maybe. as we highlight that kind of stuff <laughs> then people are like, oh yeah, I could be more positive about that instead of being negative about it. So I think you guys do a really good job when it comes to keeping the community involved. Um, and uh, when it comes to that, I just, I look forward to it um, every every week when it comes out and, and going back and being able to watch like the old moon cast and things like that, because I, I like spoilers and, and rumor mills type stuff when it comes to like, professional sports or wrestling or whatever it may be and I love to go back six months earlier and say okay this is what everybody thought was going to happen but this is where we're at you know and to also though in, in the crypto world that allows us to see how the team kind of changed focus mm-hmm. and how they pivoted and how they were able to deal with different things that nobody would have foreseen you know six months down the road or whatever so mm-hmm. um, I think it's uh, it's a really good format that you guys have and that you're using the different you know like the mooncast and the lowdown and pulse to get those points across so um kudos on that for sure um i did want to ask you some more personal questions though um what got you started in crypto like not necessarily safe moon but just cryptocurrencies in general this goes all the way back to high school um so my high school security wasn't great it was very much open um and yeah it, well it originally goes back to learning technology as a whole and i was kind of like the go-to person in high school to get people through to the gaming websites when the school tried to block them getting around yeah. it with the, the general stuff that kid when you're a kid at that time oh i want to play games and all of that kind of stuff so i was kind of like that and then over time i started to learn more about technology and the different things that they did it got to the point where i did start mining on my old Dell PC, just I was curious. Didn't know what I was doing, but I was curious. <laughs> and then I started to see, oh, you can make money from this. I was like, cool. So then I was like, okay, how can I make this bigger? And now jump into the school. I started running it on the school server, and I started yeah. mining. Yeah, <laughs> you're Made a hero. <laughs> so I started mining on the school server. I couldn't remember for the life of me what or how much I would have mined in Bitcoin at the time, but it was just mining Bitcoin. It did it thing. Um, and eventually they did catch on because I don't know if it was that power usage or something. I don't know how they caught on, but they caught on. And I did then get all that all lost. They get in trouble for it, oh. though, because I, I did just prove a point that then they needed to upgrade. So, um, yeah, so it all started with that. and kind of dwindled for a little bit 
because I played in video games. I wanted to become a game designer at that point. Um, and then, well, that took my passion out of it. I, I don't know why, but the passion for gaming at that time, I'd love to play them. And I thought, oh, I want to play them. And then my mentality changed. It's like, this is taking the fun out of playing them. And I don't know. I don't know why for me. I was like, no. So then, yeah, I did my jobs here and there to the point where I was like, right. Okay, now I have my own house. I can start thinking about investing. Um, and I had that spare cash at the time. And it came back to 2021, uh, where I ended up ultimately buying in Doge at that January last year hype. And I made money at that time. And I was like, cool, I've just made a lot of money. And then SafeMoon came along, all from TikTok. I got into SafeMoon via TikTok. It was a random spur of the moment thing. Next 100x, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, right, okay, let's see what it is. I had a look about it. I watched it over two or three days as it evolved. And then I thought, let's take a chance. And yeah. well, regardless of anything that happened from my investment side of things, I'm ultimately ecstatic with what has happened because of where I am and what the company has given me. Um, it's a fantastic opportunity that they, one, believed in me and are continuing to believe in me with the focus on what education is going to do for the entire globe. Um, so I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, I don't think they could have picked a better guy. I think you no. do an excellent job with it for sure. You have a way of explaining things that I feel like and like an eight-year-old could understand but at the same time people that have been in crypto a long time it like solidifies that idea of oh i was thinking about that correctly because maybe i wasn't 100 percent sure because what we found in the cryptocurrency communities is a lot of times people like to pretend like they know what they know like they think <laughs> they know because everybody's afraid to ask the question and then you know back in the high school days the teachers just say there's no dumb questions somebody asked that quote unquote dumb question and half the room goes, yeah, I, I want to know too, you know? <laughs> so I think you did awesome with that. Speaking of your gaming, so do you still play video games? When I have free time, uh, it's very rare these days, uh, I will uh -huh. say, but when I have free time, yeah, when I can. Do you have a favorite video game that you play? At the minute, at the minute, there's no true favorite. However, when I'm kind of doing stuff and I'm in between, I, I you know, what, if I'm editing a video or waiting for something to happen, I will jump onto TFT. Um, okay. So that's League's Auto Chess, League of Legends Auto Chess. Um, and it's just something I can have on an extra monitor. It takes two or three seconds. I can jump back. Oh, it's done it. And it's just jump back and forth. So in a way, it's kind of like chess, you know, just the off chance, but it's a bit more fun. Um, and get you thinking because yeah. you definitely need a change of scenery to think about something else to keep your day not so focused in words there you go true that yeah absolutely um so outside of gaming and safe moon what are you passionate about well, I think my name gives that away, to be fair. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of throwing you a, a, a lobbing that one up in the air for you, but um, yeah, so. Me and my other half, um, well, it goes back to the story. I'll tell the story a little bit, give it a bit of a backstory, is my other half ultimately wouldn't have been here without her cat. And uh, there's a lot more in story in that, but that's the basis of it, is she wouldn't have been here without her cat. And her cat 
Lily means absolute world to her and has done uh, ever since those days. Now, skipping forward, once we finally got together, I started to understand and learn more about her and her passions and her passion was cats. And for me at the time, I was like, it's just a cat. It's like, <laughs> okay. And then I started to learn more about cats and I was like, oh, they're a lot more interesting than people first make out of how intuitive and them. It's not a dog and a cat are completely two different things. And you have a dog and that is your best friend. That is, you know, the family. But when I start looking at things a little bit differently for myself, I'm like, they're more interesting with the, what they do. They may sleep 90% of the time, but when they're awake, <laughs> yeah. they have a way and you, you know, it was just like, right, okay, I clicked with it. And I was like, we had the one cat, and then we ended up rescuing a second cat, um, stuck in a car engine. I was like, right, now we got two cats. It's like, right, okay. And then the third one showed up. I was like, right, okay. <laughs> this, when is this going to stop? And it didn't stop. And it got to the point now where <laughs> we ended up starting a rescue. Um, the back room of our house, we turned that into the rescue room and have been trying to do our best. However, economy and everything like that has had to halt it just because even some of the bigger rescues that rescue hundreds of cats every week are getting hammered at the minute as with everything in this world at the moment it's it's just hard so we've halted on that um however we still do have three cats to rehome um and we're not rushing these at the moment because at the minute people are like oh yeah we can afford and then we've had two cats back so it's like we, we're taking a slower approach on that but yeah running the cat rescue is a passion and as i will quote i want to be built by crypto but inspired by cats like it like it so i guess we know what you're gonna spend your riches on whenever your crypto investments uh moon <laughs> 1000%. The, the goal is to have a load of land and have a a house, obviously, but separate the house and have an outhouse building or a center or whatever you want to call it and just have the cats roam the land um, because it is hard to see even just any rescue center, dogs, cats, or any animal when you were walking down that aisle, as yeah. they would call it, and just seeing them. I don't want to do that. Um, but besides that, we do also want to open a cat's coffee shop um, and run that. I feel like that is very much the go-to for rehoming, whether it's dogs, cats, or anything, any other animal that's in rescues. Having a option to give a diverse way of rehoming than just going down again the aisle. I never want to see that aisle. The aisle in my eye should never exist. I understand why it exists, but it shouldn't. And yeah, so hopefully we will be the first in Northern Ireland to open a cat's coffee shop. Yeah. So let me ask you this: How do you fund this? Right now, it's out of my back pocket. So do everything. You, do you have a way for people to donate to your rescue? I do. They can find it. Um, if it is they want to find it, they can go ahead and find it. I will never publicize it. Okay. regardless um, of if I was doing it from the, a business account or anything like that. I don't want to be funded by donations. I want to be funded by a resource of offering a service, not just for rescuing the cats, but 
offering a product, whether it's you buy a cat tree or you buy a cup of coffee or whatever it is, I want to give you something in return for your money. Mm-hmm. And that's the mentality that I've stuck with since we started it on day one. So in your coffee shop, are you going to have the cats walking around? Can you do that? or? So, <laughs> unfortunately, not because okay. health, 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 and safety. Because when I was looking into it, health and safety were like, no. Okay. Coffee, <laughs> hair, cats, no. Yeah. So, yeah. there is a design aspect we're going through where we could have it so that, in a way, the humans are in the cage, but not. So you have the fr- you have the yeah. front door of the coffee shop that leads into a cage which is then the coffee shop and that is the main area. Um, and then the outside and the edges of the walls and everything like that is then the cats. So okay. you can still go up to them, stroke them, but they're not in a cage. They're all free roaming, having fun, cl- climbing cat trees or whatever. So there's a, there's a dying aspect we can play around with to kind of keep the barrier as close as we can without having someone drink a, fur, a hairball in the coffee or whatever. Okay. Is the front door going to be like a cat door? Like a plastic cat door flap? Like human size? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very cool though, man. When people, you can always tell when people are passionate about something and it's very cool that you found that thing outside of crypto or gaming or the norm that you can put your talents to and your passion towards. And um, I know I speak for all of us when we wish you the best of luck, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you ever change your mind, we would have no qualms putting something out there uh, that people could donate to. But I respect what you say. Um, But if you do change your mind, let us know. But I appreciate it. Thank you. Very cool. Uh, Holly, did you have anything to ask or anything, Cats, that you wanted to discuss that we haven't talked about yet? Nothing on my side. I feel like, you know, I've just known Cats forever. So, <laughs> I, yeah, if I have a question, I always go to them. But, no, I, I just thank you so much for being here. I am so excited that you you actually reached out to me, and that is so exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted you – Oh my gosh, you have no idea. But I was scared. I was like, I don't know if that's okay to ask him. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just really excited that that we got to do this with you. For sure. Yeah. Hey, let me no. ask you one more question before we get into uh, the Holativity segment. What are you the most excited about in, the, in general about cryptos moving forward? Is there one area that you or excited for or looking forward to or uh, fill in the blank <laughs> it's it's a hard question because the so uh, DeFi, as we all know moves a mile a minute and it is just moving so fast with all the innovation that is happening across the space so i would have to think of it from a bigger picture of just being able to transition from the locked asset that is fiat it is so locked and just being able to have that freedom of your own funds for me means more than anything um and we could all talk about how banks are structured and everything else and how they profit there's a there's loads that goes into it but for me it it's being the free that they say that fiat is meant to be um mm. and yeah, I, I want the freedom to be able to have control over what 
I want to have control over. I understand that there is obviously rules to be put in place, and we will always follow them, but it's still having the freedom to be like, I can do what I want with my money, and I don't have to put it where you say I have to put it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's what, You're yeah. speaking our language, man. <laughs> so I, we were a fan beforehand, but I can guarantee you that we are bigger fans now. <laughs> uh, like I said, really appreciate your time. And um, was there anything else that you want to discuss before we moved on with the program? And I'm excited to be able to communicate with everyone the journey that we are on and the journey that we've had to get to where we are going to be. So I'm just excited and I can't appreciate everyone enough for the support that we've had to be able to get to where we're going to be. It's, it, is, it takes a long time. Product development isn't easy. It, there's a lot of steps. And as you said earlier in the show, the Orbital Shield has gone through so many different iterations over the last, just even the last week and a half, that we are listening. We are listening to the community's feedback. And when you get hands on the products, and the well, the biggest the biggest thing to say is the wallet. The wallet in its iteration of its initial MVP state, which was the minimal viable product. It was there. It was delivered. And the evolution that has happened to that, it's becoming so much more. And if you can kind of see the vision of what the wallet is going through, then that all that needs to be said. And yeah, I'm excited. I am excited for it all. Awesome. Awesome. Well. Not to let you completely off the hook after Holly gets done with her Holotivity segment, Caleb's going to have some questions for you, but they're going to be a little bit of lighter nature. So, <laughs> Holly, the fun. floor is yours. Well, um, so today for Holotivity, I actually, you know, chose somebody who kind of goes hand in hand with cats, and that is Safe Moon Pulse. Um, so the other day she had tweeted out, um, be somebody who makes everybody feel like somebody. And I just, that was one of my favorite, you know, tweets that I have ever, you know, came across. And I, I've had it saved for quite some time. And I feel like what better time to use it than when Cass is here, because, you know, they are partners when it comes to education. Um, Pulse has been around for a while with Safe Moon. And not only is she providing the education, she provides that positivity. And she, she really does a very good job at making people feel like somebody. And so it just really, you know, the, the fact that she tweeted that out um, is just kind of who she is. Uh, it just shows who she is and, and it is the truth. She does make every single person that comes across her feel that way um, to feel important. And Pulse has, you know, to oh, she's been a friend for, for a while. I just, I appreciate everything she does. I appreciate our conversations when we have them. and she's just one of my favorites so i thought you know what better day to highlight pulse than today awesome. yeah like give her a round of applause yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what holly with your with your holativity segment and you know most people know our story by now but we've been in the game for a long time but just new to twitter about marchish it is incredible of how many good people are out in the community um, even with you spotlighting them once a week, I feel like we're never going to run out of things to put in that no. segment mm -mm. because there's just so yeah. many awesome people. And, you know, kudos to all the people out there for that, too. You know, that just it's like a big family and it's it's awesome. It's so, pretty awesome, Caleb. With that being said, <laughs> it's, about, <laughs> it's about that Shut time, up. Greg. 
It's time for Caleb's choice. His choice. His rules. All right. Uh, <laughs> our first question for today was, what well, if you remember, what was the first game you played on a console or PC? First video game? First video game. I'll go first. We're going to show our oh, age here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, first video game? I know yeah, exactly. I'll say uh, Atari Dig Dug. Probably my first one. Dig Dug on Atari. Gosh, yeah. Atari. I'm old. How, yeah, I was getting that. You said it. <laughs> you probably never <laughs> even played Atari. Oh, I played Atari. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, mine was uh, Super Mario Bros. with Duck Hunt. Oh. And the track oh, and field. NES. The combo NES. Did yeah. you have the map that you I, had to? I do. Yeah. I did, and I still have it. <laughs> Everybody was like cheating, and they were using their hands. Oh yeah, I did that. Real fast. Cord. Yep. Holly, what was your first video game that you ever played? You guys, I feel like I'm just really aging myself, and you know, <laughs> I honestly, it's Pong. Yeah. Pong, okay. You know, the, yep. the ball that goes back and forth on Atari. Yep. Well, Holly, I love. I still like that game. I don't ask me why, but I do. It's challenging still. So. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. So That's... even though we've never talked about it, you and I must be roughly kind of in the same generation <laughs> because mine yeah. is on the original Atari 2. It's Space Invaders. That was oh, probably yeah. the first yeah. video game con I ever played on a console with Space Invaders. And I haven't played it in a long time. Cats, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? There's two, because I can't remember which one I played first, but the first one was Gex. Gex? Okay, okay I know Gex. Yeah, so that was the first one. It's all PS1 games, because that was the first console I ever owned. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one was Theme Park World for the PS1. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the, the reason for that was is because I never had or was able to afford or my parents were never able to afford the memory cards for the console yeah. and there was no there was no way to save it and I couldn't save it but I was so happy with the actual theme park so then I ended up having to leave my PlayStation on for like five days and <laughs> oh I was like I couldn't change games I couldn't do anything because I didn't have it so oh. yeah those two Awesome. Oh, wow. That's good. The That's struggle dedication. was real. That's yeah. dedication, Like kids man. don't know in today's age what, no. what we used to go through. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. My second question for today is what's your favorite detective TV show? In the past or present? Detective TV show. Yeah. What's yours? You have to go first since your question. Yeah. I'll probably Every say time. the original CSI. I enjoyed that one. You're an original kind of guy. I'm original. Holly, do you have one? I mean, so it's kind of detective, right? But it's the first 48. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love that show. I I love how they go through to figure out, you know, mm -hmm. the crimes that are being committed and within the 48 hours that they have. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's my favorite. Weren't you just talking about that? Yeah, somebody yeah, was talking about that just somebody the other was. day. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember who it was, but maybe it's Holly. Cats, how about you? Do you have one? <laughs> uh, because of the my boy uh, Daryl German Shepherd, it has to be Hudson and Rex. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about you? Is it gonna be weird? No. It's gonna be weird. Does Batman count? <laughs> <laughs> <True>. uh, <laughs> That's how it started. No, I'd say Blacklist. 
Yeah, I really like. Yeah, I really like that one. I would have to go with uh, if this counts, the shield. No, because they were detectives in the police department. But if you've never seen the Caleb, take care of my light work. If you've never seen the shield that was on FX, I don't know how many years ago. FX. It had to be. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. To me, that is one of the greatest television shows of all time. It is unbelievably well made, and the story was awesome. But I would, I'd go with the shield. Okay. All right. Well, last one for today is: What Olympic sport would you like to try without <laughs> dying? It can be summer or winter. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> I didn't have to think. I'd say bobsledding. Oh, like, you, you stole fit my bobsled. It'd be a single. Oh, that's a good one! Dang it! <laughs> oh, I forgot about yeah. I was gonna say bobsled too. Well, then you can do the luge. What? Right, cool running. Yes, yeah, there you go. Jamaica bobsled team. But I am right not getting took... in a bobsled with you two. <laughs> <laughs> that is not happening. Well, me and Caleb will do it. Yeah, okay. good luck. I'll we'll, push we'll, you, but I'm just not gonna jump we'll, in. We'll film it for the podcast. There you go. Uh, one of you guys want to go first before me because I'm still thinking. <laughs> Struggling. Yeah. I think the only one that I I'll go ahead and go while you guys think. I think the only one that I could do that wouldn't kill me is I could probably do the curling thing. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna die. But if you want me to so run or do all that other sleep. stuff, yes, yeah. yeah, yes. That's the one I was thinking, but I couldn't. I didn't know what it was called. But I so, want to be the little sweeper. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to be the sweeper. Yeah. I just want to push the stone. So I'll push the stone. You, you sweep. sweep the ice. Yeah, me and my <laughs> sister all thinking we're going to do that in the warehouse the other day with the rooms. Cats, did you think of one? Um, for for me, any form of gymnastics, I've always wanted to be flexible. Okay. And I feel yeah. like I I'm not. And even when I try, I'm not. So I would love to be flexible in some kind. So trampolining, the the walking on the bar, flipping on the bar thing, whatever that's called, um, anything like that. Okay, yeah, cool. sign me up. Yeah, yeah. that would so. kill me though. Yeah, I just because I am not flexible either. Cats, I'm right there with you, but I, that w- I would die. Yeah, I would definitely. Holly, what question do you have for us yeah. today? All right, mine is a little difficult. Uh, oh, great. Oh, no. so. Are you ready? Which yeah, yeah. comes first, chicken or eggs, or eggs for a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Which comes first, chicken or eggs, or eggs or chicken? Uh-huh. Chicken. Ah! <laughs> I told uh, you. Uh, I say chicken comes first. But how does the chicken, but how does the chicken even get there without being an egg? You ever seen I Dream a Genie? <laughs> <laughs> That's how. <laughs> uh, but the same argument could be made for how does the egg get there if there's no chicken? Exactly. So that's why it's difficult. Hey, the smartest man in the room is actually on Zoom. Cats, what's the answer? Yeah. <laughs> I-, I can't say it's a answer. But that question is kind of tricking you to think just about a chicken and an egg of a chicken. But if you think more long term of the entire world, 
then theoretically an egg comes before the chicken because eggs, dinosaur eggs, any type of egg before a chicken existed before a chicken. So therefore an egg should theoretically become first. Okay. Yep. So an egg in general is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, thanks, for, throw out, you know, thanks for curveball. giving me a headache, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a long week, and all of a sudden it's like, oh. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, right? <laughs> all right, so we are to the taste That's... test time. Mm-hmm. And if Holly gets out of the blockchain. The blockchain. she's frozen. Yeah, she's frozen. <laughs> oh, Am I still frozen? She just trawned it. You're yeah. smiling really pretty, but you're not moving. Oh. <laughs> One day she's Oh, uh, why? <laughs> How are we doing? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? We, yes, we can oh, hear you. Yeah. Are. You're catching up. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. It's like slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Matrix. Wait, is that better? Yeah, you're back. Yeah, you're back. You're back. <laughs> okay. So we'll so, let you introduce it. I got this cool box of... It is called Toxic Waste Sour Candy. Mm, So we all came together and decided we were going to try the Toxic Waste Nuclear Infusion. And it's in this little tiny package. So to me, it's kind of warthead-ish. Like I feel like it's kind of like a warthead. Yes, I like warheads. With that being said, you ready, cats? What color do you have, Holly? So my color is pink, go figure. I'm gonna go yeah, green. A green to go with safe moon. Yep, oh, there you go. Oh, green too. Yep, oh, orange. Mine's like a reddish pink. Right, cheers. 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 We lost Holly in the blockchain <laughs> again. Mmm, that's good. Pretty sour. Oh, mine's yeah. pretty sour. <laughs> <laughs> mine yeah, is really sour. Oh, it is our sour. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sour. Woo! Yeah, so sour Cat, that Holly froze. <laughs> here, give me, give me Ooh. a time here. Am I on the blockchain still? No, nope. you're good. But we kind of missed your reaction. No, we got we got frozen of reactions. Yeah, it's pretty sour, guys. <laughs> like still, Cat. like you know, usually it goes away. Mine's not going away. You okay, cats? Yeah. <coughs> Getting there. He's like, screw you guys. I'm never coming back on. <laughs> hey, it's not dishwater, okay? I would tell you that that was yeah. way better than dill pickle cotton candy. I don't that care what good. Greg says. It was way better than the bean boozle thing. True, true. It was better yeah, than yeah, any I of those sodas we drank. But like that, oh. It was so sour, my eyes are watering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you what the taste test for next week is. If I can find it right now, it's sold out. If it comes available next week's taste test should be very, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I may have to pivot because right now it's sold out. So we shall see. But as we close this out today, guys, um, is there anything that anybody we didn't discuss? We want to be, we want to be, um, respectful for Katz's time and we're pushing up against that limit um but was there anything that anybody wanted to say anything that we didn't cover that that could we could do real fast because if not that's cool but we're gonna give holly the floor 
and uh, we're going to let her go ahead and uh, end our podcast for us. So, Holly, the floor is yours. Okay. So, you know, once again, thank you so much for being on here. Um, but we did kind of want to end our podcast um, with kind of a special message. Uh, <laughs> we lost a community member this week. Um, not only was she, you know, a crypto community member, she was also a big community member within the NFT um, community. She was a wonderful artist, um, and you can find, you know, some of her art on Explore NFT if you wanted to see that. And you know, most people know her by Miss K. Um, some know her by Kelly, but the majority of us knew her as a friend. So with that being said, we put together, you know, we're, we put together a little slideshow and at the end of that slideshow um, is, a, is a wallet address that the community has came together and set up for her boys. Um, it will be going directly to immediate family and her children. So if you haven't donated um, and would like to, we will post a link as well um, to, to be able to donate to that wallet. Um, I do want to give a huge shout out to our community that you guys have came together and we're, it's up to $5,700. That's awesome. That's good. So with that being said, shoot. Okay. With that being said, you know, we do need to remember that there is somebody behind that commute, that computer screen and that phone. And it is very important that you remain, you be kind to win one another because you just don't know what somebody is going through. So mm -hmm. with that being said, everybody have a great time. Cats, thank you so much for, um, for coming on the show. And that's it, just, just be kind. <laughs>